welcome to the Fantasy Hockey Guide. In this limited podcast series, my goal is to provide you with everything you need to start playing fantasy hockey. Whether you've dabbled in hockey pools in the past, or even if you've never played before, I'm going to start at the beginning and walk you through everything you need to start playing fantasy hockey. My name is Mike Rogerson, and welcome to the Fantasy Hockey Guide. Welcome to Episode 1 of the Fantasy Hockey Guide. In this episode, I'm going to focus on a few things that are important to consider before you start up a fantasy hockey league, also commonly known as a hockey pool. There's a few different types of leagues that you can set up, and also a lot of variations on each one of those types of leagues. So we'll deep dive into that next episode and throughout the rest of the series. But first, it's important to take a look at a few things that you should consider before you decide what type of league is right for you. As the intro said, my name is Mike Rogerson, and I've been running hockey pools for over 30 years now, and I've spent the last several years co-hosting and producing over 400 episodes of the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast, as well as producing and appearing on other shows like 32 Thoughts, Apples and Chinos, Fantasy Hockey Podcast, My Hockey Story, Cream of the Crop, NHL.com, and a bunch more. And one thing I've noticed for sure is that a lot of our shows cater to hockey nerds like myself and other people who are already experienced in the fantasy hockey world. While the community is often shorthanded when it comes to information on how to get started. So as I mentioned before, in this series, I'm going to start at the beginning and cover all of the basics on how to get started in fantasy hockey and set yourself up to be successful in this crazy game. These episodes will be posted and featured on the 5-Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast feed, and they'll be evergreen, meaning that the information will always be applicable. Throughout this series, I'll be referring to and pointing you to other shows that you can reference to and listen to to get your detailed and advanced up-to-the-minute fantasy hockey information that's going to help you in your day-to-day details. Links to those shows and other resources that I mentioned will always be included in the show notes. As we go through this series, we're going to cover a lot of definitions and terminology and things that you may not have heard before. I'll make sure to include timestamps to all of these in the show notes so that you can always come back and find exactly what you're looking for if you have any questions later. And the final episode of the series is going to be a fantasy hockey dictionary. So in that, I'll recap all of the terminology and all of the definitions all in one place so you can always find what you're looking for in sort of an audio dictionary type of format. First couple of things we should be clear on before I move on here is the person setting up and running the entire league is generally referred to as the commissioner of the league. So similar to the NHL and the person or people running each individual team are referred to as GMs. So the first and most important question to keep in mind when you're setting up and running a fantasy hockey league is why are we doing this? casual fun with your friends and your family? Is it a team building type of thing at the office? Is it raising money for a charity or another purpose? Is it a gambling situation? Or is it simply for bragging rights in the fantasy hockey community? Now, each one of these are great reasons to start a fantasy hockey league, and each one brings up different challenges and different sets of rules that lend themselves to these different purposes. As a commissioner of a league, you should make sure that everybody's clear on the rules of the league and the purpose and why everybody's here. As a GM joining a league, you should make sure that this league is suited to what you're trying to get out of it. 
you don't want to join an overly competitive league if you're just getting started and you're just there to have a little bit of fun on the side. Again, just be clear on things ahead of time so there's no miscommunication. So once the puck is dropped, there's no confusion about rules and you can just play. The next thing to keep in mind as you're setting up and planning and playing in a league is who's in this league. So think of that in a number of different ways. Things like how many people are in the league. So in terms of the number of teams in a league, usually 12 or 16 teams are the most common, but anything can be made to work. Now, sometimes you might know a few people who want to start a league and you're just looking to begin a league to cater to those few people that you already know. However, if you're looking for more people to fill out your league, there's a few ways you can go about it. Now, of course, you can start by reaching out directly via text or email to people that you already know personally. Give them a brief breakdown of the rules and what the aims of the league are so they know what they're getting into. Facebook tends to be a good way to reach out to people that are in your peripheral friend circle, people that you kind of know or friends of friends type of thing, get a little bit branched out from from the people you know directly. X, formerly known as Twitter, that can be a good way for targeting people that you don't know. Uh, The fantasy hockey community and hockey in general is huge on Twitter, and that can be a good place to post when you have vacancies in a league that you're trying to fill and you've tried everybody that you already know. So it's kind of a cast a wide net and you might find somebody type of approach. What I found is probably the best and most reliable place to find good people for a fantasy hockey league is to join one of the many fantasy hockey groups on Discord. Discord has become a really big place to talk fantasy hockey. And there's a few good ones out there. Five Hole Fantasy Hockey has a free Discord server that has thousands of people who are always active hockey GMs. It's free, and there's always people to talk to, and always people looking to join into different leagues, people that you can get advice from. Apples and Genos also has a very good Discord server as well. So there's a few good free ones. There's a few you can pay for. I'll include links to some of these in the show description, and we'll cover them each in more detail in a later episode about fantasy hockey resources. Your relationship with these people, how well you know them, how you know them, where you found them, all of these things can definitely affect some of your choices in setting up a league. So for everyone's future enjoyment, remember to keep those two factors in mind as you make your main decisions. Who's playing and why they're playing. Now, the third and final thing we'll worry about for this episode is what is the time commitment that's going to be involved? That is very important to keep in mind as you're trying to attract people to your league and make sure that you're not demanding too much of people, depending on the situation. Some leagues can require you to pay attention every day and be active, picking up and dropping players, making trades, trading draft picks, plotting for the future. Some even get as far as to get into dealing with minor league players. Whereas other leagues can be set up as more of a set and forget type of situation where you pick a team from a list at the start of the season and that's basically the end of your commitment. You can just check in whenever you like and see how your team's doing. Most leagues are going to fall somewhere in between those two extremes. Now next episode, we'll be focused on getting into the details of each different type of league and how you can set those up. So we'll 
take a deep dive into everything then. But just to give you an idea, here's a few of the key choices you'll need to make when you're setting up the league and things that are going to help affect the necessary involvement level to be competitive in your league. Is this a season-long league or is this a weekly head-to-head league? Is it a draft versus a box pick or pick em type of league? A big one for how much involvement and how much research you're going to need to do is how deep is the player pool? Meaning how many total players are going to end up being drafted into this league? Casual or beginner leagues, for example, should aim for about 150 to 180 players. Whereas more advanced leagues, you might go deeper down to 250 to 280 players. So in that case, you're getting into the weeds with a lot of lesser known players. Or if you want to get into a dynasty league, for example, in a dynasty league, you're drafting a full-sized NHL roster, including minor league players. So obviously, the deeper the player pool, the more research people need to do, the more time you're going to need to spend on this. Another main factor, sort of the dread of all of fantasy hockey, is the goalie situation. So how many goalies are going to be necessary? Does it make sense for people to have two goalies, three, four? Um, So we can deal with that with things like minimum goalie starts and, and things along those lines. So again, we'll cover all this in detail next episode. And lastly, how long is this league intended to run? Is it a redraft league? Is it a keeper league? Is it a dynasty league? And with that, is it intended to run just for this year? Is everyone coming back next year? Is it a dynasty league where you're planning on running for years and years and years, where you might be planning five years in advance? So that obviously is going to affect the amount of involvement people need to have. Something you might want to think about in your league is, do you want to have a prize at the end? So sometimes you can charge each member a small buy-in fee and divvy that up in some sort of prize format. We'll talk about that more in detail later, but it's worth thinking about that now. Is this the type of league where you're going to want to have money involved? So obviously the more money that's involved, the more potential stress, the more potential conflict. So that's something to keep in mind. But at the same time, even a little bit of a buy-in and a little bit of money on the line can add a little bit of competition and a little bit of fun. And later on, we'll cover a lot of different ways you can divvy up money, collect money, and also provide some incentives maybe to teams who have fallen out of the cash race. Another thing you want to think about when you're setting up your league is trash talk. Trash talk and communication. A little bit of competitive talk can always keep people engaged and keep things fun to a point. So as a commissioner of a league, you want to be very clear up front about what's offside, what's not allowed. If there's things that you don't want talked about, the commissioner should bring those things up right out in the open before the league gets started. And then you're going to want to provide some sort of platform for people to be in communication. If you met everybody on Facebook, something like Facebook Messenger might be the easiest, something like Discord, sometimes a group text is is the way to do it if everybody's local and you don't mind giving out phone numbers. One way or another, it's nice to have some way for everybody in the league to be on the same platform and be able to message back and forth and keep people engaged. Hopefully this has been a helpful first step in starting to understand fantasy hockey. Join me next episode when we'll get into the different types of leagues that you can set up and how the details of each league will affect gameplay. 
In addition to what we've talked about today and the resources and links listed below in the show notes, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me on Twitter or X at the Mike Rogerson. And if you follow me and use the hashtag fantasy hockey guide, I'll be sure to get back to your questions right away. I'm Mike Rogerson. Thanks for joining me on the fantasy hockey guide.